You are on Max's Island, a podcast by Meet Max Power. On Max's Island podcast, you'll hear the lived experiences of people who choose to live life a little differently. It might be a story of when they took time out and dared to do something crazy. Perhaps they made a decision to leave it all behind and follow their dreams. Or maybe they just stopped listening to what other people thought and did what was right for them. This experience becomes a story that is part of them and one that you need to hear. So, now that you're on Max's Island, listen to the wisdom in these stories and you too will be inspired to do what you have always wanted to do. On Max's Island today, I'm joined by Stefan West. Stefan, welcome to the island. Thank you very much, Tony. Thank you for having me. It's always good to have people joining us on Max's Island because all our guests have that time in their life when they perhaps made a decision to do something for themselves, when they perhaps turn their back on what they were doing, turn their back on life in general, or life maybe threw them a curveball or they just had a dream and they decided to follow it. Do you have that time in your life where one of those things may have happened? Yes. So I reflected on this quite a lot this week, knowing coming into this conversation. And my initial response, my initial answer was that I had, there's five, I reckon there's about four or five moments in my life that that led very heavily into what I would call new chapters or, or new versions of myself. But it's all really been leading up to this, the last 12 months, the last 18 months of, of recording this debut album, which I'm currently recording called uh, Cambridge. And throughout the process, realizing how all of the things in my life, whether it be like my emotional well-being, my, my mental well-being, my, my physical, and the relationships that I hold within my life all intertwined into this one thing. And there was no way of really being able to do the thing that I'm setting out to do, which is like record music and, and release it and connect with with a lot of people without having all those things in check, you know? So it was definitely, it's definitely been like the the journey of of getting to this moment. And I feel like this moment right now is really, really the pinnacle of that. Yeah. Do you think it's been an accumulation of all of those four to five changes in the chapter? And that was a more linear progression or is it more about evolution and that each step you grow on the the previous step and that not one thing was pivotal necessarily? I 100% agree with you. Yes, it, it was definitely more the, the evolution and growth and there was, there was nothing linear about any of it. Even all those things individually, like physical, emotional, mental, all that kind of stuff. I might take 15 steps back in one of those areas, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I'm running in that direction again and, and, and moving forward. But this is why I found the question so interesting because I was like, 
without the context of each of those steps and, and each of those paths moving forward. And mind you, there was a few of those moments where a week or a month later, I would be like, this is the thing that changed my life, you know? And then two years later, it's like, this is the thing that changed my life. And then it, it, it happened again and again and again until I started to realize I was like, oh, it's, it's all the same and not in like a bland or a mediocre way. It's all the same as in, this is what I want. I want to progress and I want to change and I want to be a better human being first and foremost. And, and that's sort of what I meant with, I'm like, this, this, this dream and this moment is impossible without, without all of that occurring to, to get there. So before we talk about the dream and, and the context of, as you mentioned, the last sort of 12 to 18 months, of those chapters, the four or five chapters before, can you share with us a couple of them that are really meaningful and some of the things that have occurred that become pivotal moments in changing the way you think and, and, and you reflecting back going, actually, that was the point that things have changed? Yeah, for sure. I'll start with one that happened about a, a moment from about 18 months ago. So it's tied into things that happened 15 years ago, but um, about 18 months ago, I was on one of my really good friends' podcasts. I don't even think it's up anymore. She, she's doing something new, but her name's Monique Medved. And me and my friend had been running these events along the waterfront in Geelong where I live called Cold and Conscious. So it, it's breath work, uh, connection, ice baths, and... They're, they're these amazing events. Anyway, I'd um I'd been going down. I helped him set them up. I was teaching yoga and Pilates at the time for a, a bunch of studios around Geelong. And it was right just after COVID. So I actually hadn't played any gigs for about a year. And I'd had this really, really big night. Uh, it was my friend's, my friend's Bucks party. And I'd had like quite a lot of addiction and, and mental health problems back I felt like they, they'd all been resolved. I, I just would fly off the rails and there was probably a, a seven or eight year period where it was really, really bad. And then I'd sort of like just toned things down. I was like, okay, I'd seen friends go in and out of rehab. I'd had friends pass away. I'd seen friends overdose and all these really, really dramatic things. But it, it had all kind of come to a point where it was, I was like, okay, I've just kind of self-regulated this, Right. And then I had this night where everything blew the hell out the window and it, and it was, I scared the hell out of myself because I was, I was in situations that were, were better than I'd ever seen around me. And I was like, how can I go to the deepest, darkest place within 12 hours of pressing go when I have the most beautiful people surrounding me? And I was like, okay, I need to really step back and, and have a look at this. So I went, I'm gonna be completely sober, completely and I mean leading up to that I was only really drinking and smoking a little bit of weed it was nothing crazy but this particular night it was just I would have fucking gone to hell and back it was insane and what happened was I didn't show up to these ice baths for about a month and I showed up I was just I was had just so much shame and guilt about going to to um to, to go back into this beautiful community that we created and anyway I showed up and my mate <laughs> Oh, the bastard. Like I knew he knew exactly what he was doing, but he said, does anybody have, we'd always have these uh, topics of conversation that would get brought up. So he was like, is there anything that um, anybody wants to let go of? And I expressed the problems that I'd had with drugs and the problems that I had with mental health. And it's something that I'd never expressed publicly before. And I had like 
it's not about this, but I had a handful of people well up, not because what I said was sad, but because it kind of hit hit a chord within themselves. I had people come up to me afterwards that I'd known their friends that were still really heavy users and they come up and hugged me and just said, I'm going through the, that exact thing right now. You have no idea how much it helped. I was bawling my eyes out. So I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody about this. Anyway, what happened is this 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 led into the moment. So this, this happened and I realized I'd spent like all... All my music career up until that point, I'd played in bands. I'd, I'd started to do this solo thing and I never wanted to come out with my hands up being like, hey, this is what happened to me, you know, because I was like, it didn't happen to me. At the end of the day, I fucking love myself. Like I'm not, I don't want to lead with that. But I realized that I'd missed this crucial perspective of how much sharing, not only did it help others, but fucking how it helped me. Like it made me feel so much better. And this podcast opportunity came up and I was, Tony, I was like terrified. So I rock up to this, this girl's house. We were mates, but we weren't as good of friends as what we are now. And I was shitting myself. And she's like, I don't know why this dude's so scared. We're just going to talk about the ice baths and stuff. And I just verbally vomited for an hour and 40, 40 minutes. And she was like, I had no idea about any of this. And I was like, look, I just, I realized I was wrong about sharing and I just, I'm really passionate about this space. I've lost a lot of friends in this space and I, I want to, I don't want that to happen to anybody else. Or I want just for people to not feel guilt and shame around their own downfall falls or their own adversity. You know, we're all human and we're the, the challenges that, that we face and that we step through are our own. And there's nothing to be ashamed of for that. The moment was when that got released up until that point, I, I'd spent all my childhood like running away from my parents and and she and I was just I was a bit of a nightmare, you know. The it was quite intense with my parents are the most amazing parents in the world, but they never did anything wrong. But I just couldn't handle myself and didn't know what to do. And never had I been given an opportunity to express what I'd gone through and how hard I'd tried for the last 10, 15 years to to resolve the things that I'd done wrong. And having them be able to listen to that changed the course of my life forever because it actually opened the doorway to, to have a real relationship with my family. And I didn't know, I didn't know that I didn't have that until I'd opened up the doors. And there were tough times after that too. But I'm like mates with my parents now, you know? And I didn't, I didn't know what that felt like until, to be honest until recently you know it's taken so long to kind of to to keep building up and but the the level of trust that happened after I shared that I couldn't believe how dramatic the change was so the podcast came after that night out yes yeah yeah the podcast so, came the night. yeah so that night out obviously must have been a massive shock to you yeah that you could so quickly fall back into hell yeah and that must have really scared you yeah it did yeah and 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 perhaps made you feel particularly vulnerable about your own self and well-being and your own ability to be able to stop yourself Mm. so so i'm just wondering that point that that event do you think that really did allow you to verbalize in that podcast do you think that was the the fear that you didn't you, you needed to tell people that this is what it was about so that you didn't fall back into that hell? 
Yeah, I think it was a really funny week leading up to it because it was like everything just kind of led into this night and it was definitely a catalyst for change. It was a horrible, horrible catalyst to change, which I didn't only hurt myself, but I also hurt the people around me, you know, and it was more like, I suppose it was almost like a feeling of admitting defeat. You know, I'd spent my whole adult life being like, I can, I can do this on my own. I can work this out. All I need to do is tinker this and tinker my use here and tinker my use there. And like I said, it was down to, I was barely doing, I barely drank. I barely did anything. But what I realized was, hey, that end result of what you're doing, whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol, whether it be people, whether it be um, overeating, whether it be binging, whatever, and, and never being an active participant in your life, that's the end. That doesn't actually matter. That That doesn't matter at all. What matters is the reason why you're trying to escape absolutely every thought that you have and everything that you do, you know? The the reason is why you can't just sit comfortable, you know? What why why you feel like you need to put rules in place to be like, okay, I'm not going to get high this week, but if I wait 14 days or 21 days, I can justify the reason of doing that. It's like, why do you even need to put those markers in place? You know, you're still not happy. And I realized it was just like, I'm wrong. I and it was so I'm actually getting shivers talking about it because it was probably the first time that I'd ever been. Cause like I said, I was, I was a real shit <laughs> and I got away with anything. You know, I hid everything. My parents, uh, we ended up doing me and Mon ended up doing a, a project together. And my parents were actually on this like mini documentary. And they said, one of the shockingest things after the podcast was they were like, we actually thought he was fine the years that he was the worst. He's like, Stefan had this thing of, because I was always like really cheery and happy and like, yeah, there. it's like, I was just floating around on air, you know? So I had, I just flexed this muscle in my own ego so many times of being like, hey, you can just get away with anything, you know? And I loved that feeling too, that when it all came, I, I don't like saying it all came crashing down on rock bottom or anything like that. It was just a moment of being like, it was just the most humbling thing in the world to be like everything that I thought isn't true and you need to really kind of shop. And, and what you thought taking accountability was isn't even the beginning of it. Like start now. And I think that podcast sharing that was the first time stepping out into that fear and, and I suppose being brave enough to just say, look, this is a big part of what I've had a lot of trouble with. It's not absolutely everything. It's as much as I can say. And it's it's been a lot and I'm trying my hardest. And on the other side of it was like I was teaching at a bunch of yoga studios in Geelong. Like I said, I was so terrified. I'm dealing with people all week. I'm like, are they just going to drop me? And it wasn't something that I thought I didn't deep down in my body as deep as you can. I knew that they weren't. But like, it's scary. And I will never forget the the podcast studio owner came up to me. Her name's Sally. And she said, she goes, I fucking loved that. I go, really? And those were like, there was something along those lines. She's like, thank you for being so honest. Like this, this wellness industry that we're is in, there's a lot of authenticity, but there's a lot of crap as well. Everyone's pretending to be really happy. Everyone's pretending to be really calm and to get their Zen on. And then she's like, it's really important. And I was like, oh, I didn't even consider that. I was terrified. You know? <laughs> there's a lot of work done around self-actualization and self-actualization isn't necessarily about you being your best self all the time. 
It's about oh. exactly what you've just said. It's, it's understanding you in your good times, understanding yourself in your bad times. It, and, it's under, and it's reconciling that, that you can deal with that. And that mm. you can be open and, and authentic, as you said, with that. And you don't judge yourself on that. It is what it is. You know, it's a, that's a terrible saying, but in this case, it's, it's, it's spot on. And you shouldn't judge yourself on, on, the, on the way others perceive it or the way that you perceive others perceiving it. They are instances in, of, of you mm-hmm. and they make up the whole of you. And once we, we come to accept that and understand it, that, 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 that self-actualization allows us to be comfortable with all of those things, whether mm-hmm. they're great or whether they're not so great. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Um, I saw my kinesiologist yesterday and it was just off one thing that you said there. And she said to me, so I said, I'm stepping into this, uh, you know, promotion for this album. And I said, I'm going to start talking on podcasts again and doing all this stuff. And so I'm pretty scared. <laughs> and she's like, you know, bravery is two parts. Uh, bravery is like stepping in and, and, and that expression and talking. And she said, the second part of bravery is it's trusting yourself and being brave enough to not wonder or worry what other other people think. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I always do the first part really well. I was like, the second part, I have a lot of trouble with. She's like, oh, most people do. Yeah, not judge yourself and and perceive what other others are going to because you don't know. <laughs> now that's really interesting. And let's start to perhaps talk about the now and the music creation the album the promotion of that yes because that's a classic case of where you do think about what others perhaps are going to think what are others going to perceive um, your music like what are others going to think about that favorite song that you have on the whole album will it be everybody else's favorite song so you're actually going into that world of judgment and i can imagine quite easily be unbelievably defensive and, and nervous about it. But it sounds like you're in the right place at the moment to be able to go, well, this is just me. This is what I've produced and I'm just going to promote it. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So I realized I see my kinesiologist quite often. I've been seeing her for about seven or eight years now. And it's she's she's one of those other moments that absolutely changed my life. But a few weeks ago, I realized stepping back into the space of sharing myself and, and the space of sharing my music. And because it's been three years since I released anything. And three years ago, when I released, it was the beginning of COVID. So I put the first song out, did about a month of promotion, and then the whole world shut. Like it, And that was like the end of the world at that moment too. And me and my girlfriend at the time, we were living in um in Melbourne in the inner suburbs. So it was very intense in there so I didn't real like I released the music but there was like this barrier and I never realized this until a couple of weeks ago but there was this wall in between me and every other part of it because I didn't put myself out there as much I didn't put myself out there as much as I normally would purely because of the the circumstance in the world and, and needing to change my lifestyle so much we were teaching at a um I was teaching Pilates at that time we are teaching full-time together. She ran all their social media and everything for this particular studio. That Everything closed down. So I went back to doing trade work and, and doing all this other stuff. 
But I realized two weeks ago upon reflection, I was like, I've never actually shared myself in my career in music fully, openly, honestly, authentically, like I'm about to now. Like my old project was in a band. There was four guys. We released a couple of EPs. We did, we played a lot of shows, did tours, did some like really cool things together. But in a band, especially in, in this circumstance, I can't speak for other bands because I, I haven't been in the middle of them. But for us, it was split and and even our story was it was four part like it was weird like I spoke about the problems that I had with addiction and a couple of other guys did too and they had had like kind of the broken home type thing but that all got mushed into one story and I remember friends were like hey your family's great why does it say you've got a broken home I'm like it doesn't it's just the band like it's the like it's almost like it takes on its own identity you know I'm like no 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 my family's great nothing's happened it's fine but upon reflection and realizing all these things because I was like I'm terrified like going into PR sending my PR the woman who's doing all PR a rise indie PR sending her everything I remember I did a call I'm like listen I don't know what to share like I don't know how to step forward into this and she's like whoa it's like it's okay we'll go through this and 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 she was amazing absolutely amazing Karen her name is to go through it all I suppose these songs it's the most honest I've ever been lyrically you know, there's love songs, there's breakup songs, there's songs about mental health, there's songs about embracing the challenges of life and and adversity. Uh, There's songs about my friend that passed away. There's songs about, there's just songs about everything on this album. And I've never been, like I said, I've never been this open or honest. So it's been really bringing up a lot about how people are going to perceive and take me. And it's taken a lot of work to kind of just I've got some pretty solid practices that I do every day to make sure that I stay grounded and and to really, really help myself, like just be in my own skin and not get swept up. Because I think you don't have to be releasing anything or or even stepping into anything to get stepped up in this day and age. Like everyone's got their own new identity that they've they've created for themselves online. And, and you see it all the time with people or you hear about it all the time of people getting caught up within what's real and what's not. To take it to to step into this, it's been terrifying in spots. It's been really terrifying. But then also acknowledging, hey, you also haven't done this like this before ever. This is the first time. This is a different version of yourself and it's the first time. And just having a bit of compassion to go be like, hey, yeah, you're probably going to get scared again next week. And that's okay. Ground, choose to step forward, create the boundaries that you want and 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 respond again. When I work with a lot of people around lived experience and storytelling and, and obviously the uh-huh. guests on Max's Island who yes. all bring a lived experience to their stories, I find that it's really just opening a gateway in a lot of cases and everybody, universally, all humans are able to tell that lived experience story. Hmm. I guess for you, you've got the opportunity in forums like this to be able to share and you know we've already been able to get a great sense of where you've come from and and those things that have influenced your life in recent times but you have the added advantage of being able to share that lived experience and you've just explained it in your music Mm. that authenticity I'm sure will come through in those songs and I'm sure that there'll be particular songs where the lived experience is probably stronger and more influential 
And so it's, it's, it'll be an interesting journey for you over you know, the next six months, not only promoting it, but I guess playing it at gi- the music at gigs and, and actually allowing the songs to be within you as you share it with, with people. I'm really looking forward to checking in with you in six or 12 months time to see how the life of the stories has influenced and, and in your know, songs has influenced your life and this continual development that you're going through of being open about what it takes to live your best life. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm really excited to do that as well. And to be able to speak to you in like the next six to 12 months, because it's going to be a really cool time period. I mean, just from the perspective of learning new things about myself, new things about my business, being a musician, playing live, my best mate, Aaron Shembury, has written all of the, the guitar parts, all the bass parts, a lot of piano for this for these songs as well. So we worked really heavily on them together over, we started back in like 2020 and then now they're like actually coming to life. But like to even, you know, be playing with other musicians again. And there's so much that I'm excited about the releasing and the being able to share and connect with people, but also just on a personal level of, learning what I look, feel, and sound like in this new space. It's going to be really cool. I can't wait to reflect on that with you as well. That'll be really, really good. Look, Stefan, thanks for being on the island today. I just love to hear your story. I really loved the passion that you have for your music, but also I've really been impressed with the clarity that you have about your experiences. And not only how you dealt with those experiences at the time, but how they've shaped your thought processes going forward. And that realization of those episodes, those situations are actually driving you into the future, allowing you to be creative. And, you know, in life, I think that's one of the the greatest gifts that we all have is finding that opportunity where we can actually be inspired to be creative. And if, out of your lived experience of some things that weren't as good as they could have been or were challenges. And if that's inspiring you to be creative, to get inspiration, to go to the next level of your life and, and, and live that full life, then good luck to you. And I really am looking forward to, to hearing that album and best of luck with the release. And as I said before, when we reflect back in in a few months' time, and I'd love to get you back on to have another episode on Max's Island. I really want to understand the feeling that you had through the process of releasing your creative endeavors, sharing it live, and then how proud you must feel about the creation that you've made. Thank you, Tony. Like, I'm really, yeah, I thank you so much for having me today. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited to. Yeah, to get back and and to yeah chat to you again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Max's Island, amazing. Actually, before we go, oh, yes. So uh, the first single off my debut album is called "Take What You Need." It's out September first. You can pre-save it through all my social. All my socials are Stefan West, so S T E F A N West with an underscore at the end. So if you go to there, there's like heaps of promotion coming out. So you can see with a pre-save, the album, which is called Cambridge, will be out early next year. So we're looking around a March drop. Great. Thank I'll you. put 
your social links in the show notes so listeners can have a look there and listen to your new music on the 1st of September but also take the opportunity to listen online some of your past work amazing yes there's 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 a there's a body of work there already so jump on and check it out thank you very much okay Stefan thanks for being on the island and we'll see you soon thanks Tony we spoke on the bus on the way home from work he was lost in the details of life each day was a blur oh work and no play and how how it had turned out this way Phone and nothing.